Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, your SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store and the Purple Gel Flex Grid. I sleep on one. I highly recommend you going to any of the seven Miskelly Sleep Stores, laying down on it, try it out. You'll love it. I love it. We've had one for a year and a half or two years. The Purple Mattress from any of the seven Miskelly Sleep Stores, Purple Gel Flex Grid. This is the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, we welcome in Bill Shanks on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, the Bill Shanks Show, Macon, Georgia, uh, among other affiliates, Georgia Bulldog Insider, they're riding high. They have now taken the, uh, they have taken the trophy from the Alabama Crimson Tide, and they just dominated the Tennessee volunteers bill shanks were you surprised that georgia not only beat tennessee i doubt you were surprised at that but that they dominated tennessee last weekend well i you know i don't want to say that i was necessarily surprised i mean i i i think with the ease yeah to some extent i mean i i thought georgia would win i i thought georgia would cover i i i think um if it hadn't rained the Fred would have been even larger than 14 points, to be honest with you, because they just dominated that game, and then they kind of shut it down to make sure they didn't hand it back to Tennessee, and they uh, had long drives and everything. I mean, look, they, they, they're a very good team, and they, you know, the one thing I kept on saying last week was that, you know, look, they, they had their best game of the year in week one, and everybody's forgotten about it, and they're not talking about them anymore. you got to remember this, the same team that – beat Oregon 49-3 to and dominated. And they went out and had another complete game. And I asked the question yesterday of one of my guests if, if we've ever seen Georgia have two complete games. I use the word perfect, and I think it's a little strong, but two complete games like the Oregon game and then the Tennessee game. And, and it's hard to remember something like that, of playing at that level against those kind of teams. So it was uh, it was a dominating performance, no question. Yeah. So and then they kind of sleptwalk for a while, um, and maybe that's what got people. You know they're so good that they can show up with their C game at Missouri, 
and not be interested. Heck, Kent State, they allowed them to kind of score a little bit. I think it was Kent State. I don't remember. I mean, they weren't going to win. But uh, so what do you chalk that up to, Bill? They're so good. Uh, they're not going to be razor-focused every week. No one is. No team is, 19, 20-year-olds. Nope. Nope. So you just kind of chalk that up as, hey, they got up for Oregon. They understood how good they were, and they weren't really interested for about a month, and now they're locked back in. Is that how you see it? Well, I, I think you take the third quarter of the Florida game. It almost looked like they were bored. <laughs> it did. And, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's uh, because you're right. You, you, you cannot expect perfection from a team in any sport for the entire season. Uh, and, but, you know, as long as they get up to those games like Oregon and Tennessee, okay, you feel like they'll be okay. And I think they heard enough last week to be fully aware of the fact it was a big game. And, and I, I, I just thought they looked bored at times. And, you know, again, we're, we're learning here to, to see a different program one that Alabama people, I mean, Alabama's had games like that over the years where it's like, well, they kind of slept walk through it. But like the Missouri game, I, there was no question in my mind they were going to win that game. None. I mean, sure. it was like, oh, you know, it's like, they're, okay, Missouri's playing them tough, that's fine. But in the end, you have to remember that 185 Georgia is just so much better than teams, and that's what's going to win out. And, and I, so it's like I've never – had any feeling at all this year that they were in trouble to lose the game. And, you know, it's funny how they only beat Sanford by 31. What's wrong? I mean, like, give me a break. Um, they, <laughs> they're doing what they have to do to win. Right. Uh, well, so Georgia now gets to uh, – here's what's great about being in the East. Uh, Georgia gets to sleepwalk the rest of the way. And so does Tennessee. No, they you know, no, they don't. You don't think so? No, they don't. No. I mean, I think – no, I don't think you can take that attitude. I, I, I really mean, I meant until the you, SEC championship game. I'm talking about the no, next regular think, season. I don't I don't think you can do that. I, I think – and I don't think this coach has that attitude at all. I, I don't. I, I think that's what gets you in trouble when you have a game like that. And the best thing that ever happened – the two best things that have happened to the Georgia Bulldogs in the last seven years are when Alabama beat – the crap out of Georgia right before Kirby Smart got the job to show what he needed to do when he got the job, which was build the offensive and defensive lines because they were so pathetic when his Alabama team played them in October of 15. And then the loss to South Carolina in 2019. I mean, you could talk about the great wins like the Rose Bowl and like others, but I mean, I mean, I think you'd look at the losses because the losses taught you something. Yeah. And and even even earlier this year, you, you had teaching opportunities when they didn't play great against those teams. And I just laughed and said, well, Coach Smart's just going to use that as an excuse to tell them you, you can't do that against better teams. You have to be careful. You can't do that on the road at Mississippi State. You can't. You can't get behind. You can't. Now, look, should they be the crap out of Mississippi State and Kentucky? Yes. Yes. Yes, I mean, but I think you you have to be careful because perfection. It, it, I heard Dabo this morning on a video talking about his game with Notre Dame last uh, week, and he said, you know, I've only had one undefeated season in my time at Clemson. It's tough to go undefeated, and and you know, obviously they're in a position now where they've got to go undefeated for the rest of the year to probably win a national championship, and and therefore, you know, they still have to take every game seriously. I. 
I was always more concerned about the Kentucky road game than the Tennessee home game because for some reason they they it's always a tough game in Kentucky. But I mean, talent wise, it's no comparison, none. And and again, the same concept of all right, over four quarters, sixty minutes, one through eighty five should win out as long as you don't, you know, have seventeen penalties or four turnovers. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, it must be nice, Blake, to be bored going through your regular season like Bill Shanks and Georgia fans. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show. We're visiting with uh, Bill Shanks, Georgia insider. We've had fun the last decade or about the last 10 years having Bill on because they went through this time where Mark Richt could never get over the hump. And, and then, you know, they finally land Kirby and he goes through a couple of years learning curve, as Bill just described. And now they're the toast of the town. It looks like Kirby is now the king. And he has taken the crown from from Nick Saban. Um, what do you make of my my thought process and my statement there, Bill Shanks? Well, I, I think that what we're seeing is the execution of, of a mission statement from Kirby Smart. It's like the Jerry Maguire mission statement that got him fired. Uh, but this, this one was one that was brought in and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to build the lines of scrimmage. We're going to let people see my passion for the university that I went to and graduated and played for. We're, we're going to get talent in the state of Georgia. We're not going to let people come in here and get our talent. We're not going to let people get who we want to get. We're not going to let Alabama get these talented players. We're going to have great recruiting classes. We're going to build depth. We're going to have practices that are tough. We're going to have, you know, one of the things that Georgia fans always used to envy was, oh, well, God, you know, in Alabama and Tuscaloosa, they're, 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 their number one squad going up against you, uh, going up against a bunch of five stars. I mean, they're getting better in practice. They're getting better Monday through Wednesday, and Georgia's weren't. Uh, they didn't have that kind of talent. They, Mark Rick would repeatedly said, "We're okay one through twenty-two, but I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about the rest of it." I mean, he he didn't come out and that blatantly and said it, but he basically was saying that we, you know, we don't have great depth all over the place. This team does. I mean, they went and had Nolan Smith. Knocked out for the season last week and and uh, had more sacks the next week against the number one offense in the country than they had all year long because the depth there. Um, we, yeah, we had you know, him. Uh, Bill, why'd y'all have to do that to Rocky Top? I mean, they were rolling. You just took their manhood. Yeah, well, they deserve it. They're horrible human beings, and they wear an ugly color, and they're pansies in those little orange. Orange pants. So what are you going to do? Oh, I love. I, um, now, but, but you know, it's, it's like the thing. And the other part of it was, let's bring in recruits and have a have a have a environment where we're going to keep it rolling. And I mean, he had an unbelievable amount of recruits there to keep that assembly line of talent rolling. I mean, he he is executing his mission statement to a team. Yeah, uh, 
You are. Bill Shanks, making Georgia. Afternoon drive, Sports Talk Radio, Georgia Insider on the Yingling Lager guest line is uh, Georgia's number one in the country. Uh, they play in Starville this weekend. And then they go to Lexington. And I think they should win big in both games. And then they have the uh, the mighty Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets to get ready for the SEC championship game. Who do you think it's going to be out of the, the West? Do you think LSU can hang on or uh, Ole Miss is kind of still in play? What What do you see over here, Bill? I think LSU probably. Um, I think Brian Kelly's done a tremendous job. And I, I think, yeah, that, that looks like the, the situation at hand there. And, and uh, it, you know, it would be definitely interesting because we know how LSU was three years ago and how they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game trail. I think it was 37-10 or something like that, I believe. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think LSU's in the, in the catbird seat right there, and, and that would uh, – Definitely not be what we expected, but, uh, you know, they, they beat Alabama and, and uh, they, they're in the driver's seat now, so they they probably will go to Atlanta. And, yeah, I mean, the Ole Miss, I wouldn't be, look, I'm, I think I think Alabama, Alabama better be careful this week. Yeah. Uh, they got to stop those two running backs. And Lane's, uh, uh, we were talking yesterday, I had an Auburn guy on my, I mean, just I was slumming by having an Auburn guy on my show. That, well, he actually, on the restaurant that I was at, I didn't have any choice, but he's pretty good at going back and forth with me, and uh, I like to give him hell once in a while. We were having a conversation about Kiffin or Hugh Freeze, which uh, I, I just I don't know why anybody would want Hugh Freeze, to be honest with you. But I, I said about Kiffin, I said, look, Kiffin, I think he's matured, and he's, he's, uh, he, he looks like he's an adult now, and he looks like a better coach. And he, Alabama better be careful this week because if they've checked out at all because they've lost their second game in you know early november oh miss will beat them those two running backs are really really good and and so the old miss old miss could beat alabama this week it, well i wouldn't be surprised by that oh man bill shanks georgia insider on the yingling liger guest line this program is rolling and they finally get the national title last year, and they're in the catbird seat again. We'll see who ends up in the uh, college football playoff, but I think we're all pretty damn confident that the Georgia Bulldogs will be one of the teams, and Ohio State. We'll see maybe what shakes out on the uh, on the other two. So, so you're not you're not high on Hugh Freeze coming back and. And landing a power five job, you know, he's he's won at Liberty, he just beat Arkansas. Well, he's won everywhere he's been. But um, you're you're not you're you're not buying freeze right now. Well, I think he'd be a perfect fit at Auburn just because I think he would fail. So I like anytime Auburn could fail, I'm all for it. But I, I if I'm Auburn, I would not hire him. I think Lane Kiffin would be a much better hire. I think Lane I Kiffin would would um would poke the the bear, pun intended, and and would um, I I just I would be as a Georgia fan more. I mean, of course, I'm an objective journalist, you know that, but but I mean, as a Georgia fan, I'm I, I would be more concerned about Auburn getting Lane Kiffin than Hugh Freeze. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, and that's just what we were discussing yesterday because the guy, the Auburn guy, was kind of saying the same thing about why aren't you more. Um, in favor or have a favorable opinion uh, to use an election term of, of uh, Hugh Freeze. And I said, well, I, I just, I know he's been successful. 
I mean, I, I, I know it. it has nothing to do with, you know, phone calls to Chicago or whatever the hell he did. I don't care about that. But, you know, one thing that he did earlier this year that, that I think kind of typifies my skepticism in Hugh Freeze is the, right after Scott Frost got fired at Nebraska, someone asked Hugh Freeze, the head coach at Liberty, about whether or not Nebraska should hire him. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of, well, if they want a winner, they'll call me. And I don't respect that because you have a team right now, you have a job right now, you have a salary right now. If I was one of the Falwells, I would have kicked his butt out there on the street. I would say, well, why don't you go ahead and go to Nebraska Slick if you want that? But hell, they gave him a contract extension. So, well, I mean, whatever. Because I mean, it's I, about I just, winning. I, yeah, I, well, right. They don't care. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, I, I, I don't respect that because you have team. Yeah, what are you, how are you supposed to face your players if you've gone to the media and said, well, if, you know, somebody else wants me to. They can come get me. I mean, that's bull crap. I just, I, I don't, I don't respect that. I don't. I Guess don't, who I else has done that, that the last few weeks? Who? Deion Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't respect that either. I saw it. I don't. I mean, leave. Go ahead and leave. You know, I mean, I know he's being honest that if someone comes and offers him a bunch of money, he's going to. I get it, but you have to be. You have to do everything you can to support the team that you're leading. What kind of leader is that if you're saying, well, I, you know, hell, first chance I get, I'm going to jump when I get a paycheck. I, I just don't – I don't like that. I, I don't – I think there's – you know, even if you're lying, even if you're miserable, you got to protect your team and, and you know, because why should they want to be there if you don't want to be there? Why, why are they fighting for you if they think you don't want to be there? So, you know – if and then my guy yesterday was saying he thinks Auburn's going to hire Hugh Freeze. He thinks they he thinks they won't hire. I suggested Brother Oliver, but that didn't really go over very well. But you got to be a little bit older to know who Brother Oliver is. But I mean, I I you know I know who he is. If they want to try the Kevin Steele thing, I mean, if they want to go into you know into the Pat Dye assistant coach thing and try to get a connection, I think that'd be great. I think Jimmy Rain and and uh, you know Louder and all those other you know powerful people over there who like to run things, but uh, they need to stay out of the business and let somebody else run it because they ought to see what's going on right now. It isn't working. Bill Shanks, making Georgia, Georgia insider on the Out of Bounds show. Blake, uh, as we wrap it up, we got one more with uh, the reigning national champion, Bill That's Shanks. Right. Yeah, I've been thinking about this with what Kirby's done at Georgia and then you look around kind of the Saban coaching tree and you see McIlwain and Muschamp fail and you see Jimbo struggling at A&M. And so it makes me wonder, like, I know Kirby walked into, out of all of those situations, arguably one of the best situations. Sure. But he's also now winning at a high level and now he's doing it with a target on his back. So from Absolutely. someone who covers him every day and then also sees these other guys in the SEC failing, and again, Jimbo's the hot name of this group right now, what is the big difference? What is Kirby doing that's allowing him to succeed where all of these other Sabanites seem to be failing? Well, I think it's simple. I think, look, uh, Kirby Smart is not George's version of Nick Saban. Kirby Smart is George's version of Steve Spurrier because Kirby played here, you know, like Spurrier played at, at, at Florida. When Steve Spurrier got that job in Gainesville, it was so easy for him to show his passion for Florida football, which, I mean, he's showing again right now in retirement. My God, he's got a restaurant down there, and he's, you know, Mr. Gator again. Because that, that's who he played for. And Kirby Smart said the other day after the game that his players on this team, he was very adamant about this, love this university. 
you know, and, and you know where that comes from him. It, 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 it's not, this isn't, I mean, he's get paid $10 million, but I mean, this is a, a passion for him because you think he'd have this passion if he was co- coaching the Gamecocks for crying out loud? Hell no. I mean, this is his team. This is his alma mater. This is his, this is his school. This is where he went. This is what, this is the uniform he wore. And so you couldn't have a better situation for Georgia than to get someone of this nature, you know? So I, I think that's it in, in itself. That's that's all it is. It, it's the fact that there's a passion for his ability to make this team a winner. He knew what they were with Mark Rick. He knew he again that 15 game when they kicked Georgia's butt. <laughs> that was the best thing to happen to Georgia, and it was one of the final nails that and the Faton Bauta start in Jacksonville, which was you know ridiculous. But I mean, I. I Say I saved you from an FCC fine right there, probably because I almost said a bad word. But I mean that you know that was that was that was what Kirby saw is it's like God I can make this better. I, my my team my my school ought to be better than this, and that's so I think it's all about that. It's it's just his love for that university because he wore that uniform, and therefore he is determined and hell bent on making them the best, just like he saw when he was under Mr. Saban at Alabama. We'll leave it there. Bill Shanks, Georgia Bulldogs riding high. Best team in the country. Can you imagine if they had a dynamic QB? Can you imagine if they had Hendon Hooker or Bryce Young? They would be beating, destroying everybody even more. That's what's right, going to be. They, but, but, but Stetson has got more passing yards than they do. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean anything. Um, I mean, he, he's a nice player, but, but if can you imagine if Georgia had a prolific they'd be I don't even know what would happen this year if Georgia had Bryce or Hendon or CJ among others I'd be insane what they would do to people that's a bit it's the big reason this team has won a national championship and is not enough the experience and and the leadership that he has provided this team after a revolving door there for a while, obviously, it has been unbelievable. I mean, he's a big reason this has happened. He, he may not be an NFL prospect. There's nobody I would want. I, would, I wouldn't want Bryce Young on this team. I wouldn't want Hen and Hooker up for this team. What? Because no way. No way. Bill, no are you way. taking crazy pills after beating Tennessee this weekend? No, I no, I got through my box. Did you end up ago. with one of at one of those bars that I like right off the I think law school at Athens? No, for too long. Mm-hmm. No, Stetson Bennett. Stetson, Stetson Bennett deserves tremendous credit for what he's done and his. Well, hold on, now that's to, a different conversation. I agree with that, but it, if you could replace well, how Stetson, how prolific do you want him to be? No, no, no. If you wanted uh, like a surefire we're winning the national title, and you may do that anyway, okay? Uh, then you would want a Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker level. No, I wouldn't. Level. Bryce Young's lost two. They, Bryce, Bryce lost two games the other day, and Hendon Hooker got sacked six times and couldn't hit his receivers. Why yep. would I want them? I've got a quarterback already who's 9-0. Why would I want anybody else? Hey, we're gonna, we'll have to meet for happy hour. I, I got to talk to you off the air. Um no, I mean, this, I'm telling you, he, he, he is the perfect fit for what is, is happening right now. Believe me, if Georgia loses and doesn't win the national championship, it, nobody's going to be able to say, well, it's because they didn't have a prolific quarterback. It may, they may say because they didn't have the number one receiver, you know, and that excuse was pretty good last year for Alabama, right, when they lost Peachy and 
Williams, but I, I think I think Stetson has improved. He's experienced. Sure. He, he's just he's he's exactly what this team needs right now. Because you got to remember now, the leadership is so important for for a team that's trying to go through this. Because again, you talked about it earlier, Bo, about the the pitfalls of of a of a of a full season of getting bored and having a player that these guys look up to like Stetson. It, it's tremendously valuable for this team. Believe me, he's 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 the perfect. I, I can agree I on all that. And you still want a more if if given the option, you still want a more dynamic, explosive quarterback. No, no, we we would not. It would be nothing different. I mean, what would Hendon Hooker do for this offense? Run more? Uh, he'd be awesome. More awesome. Yeah. Man. All right. Yeah, we don't need no I love you, buddy. Well, come on, bud. Come on, bud. All right. Back to back national champs. I get it. I get it. Y'all can win with anybody. That that's basically I could play quarterback at Georgia and they could win. Bill Shanks making Georgia Sports Talk Radio. Always love having Bill on uh Georgia Insider. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Fleet Wave Market. Before you go to Startville or Oxford or your high school football game of choice. Fuel up at Fleetway Market in any of their 20-plus locations. And don't forget about the Market Cafe at Fleetway Market in Glugstadt and Brookhaven. Hour number three coming up. Prize will, 915.